0: August 16, 2017 is the Watt from Pedro Show. for Pedro Show in Pedro. You can hear the construction going on next to studio Thunder here. Not with Brother Matt, but good news about Brother Matt. He's out of the hospital. He's had the knee, uh, not knee, but hip replacement. And I think next show we do, I'll be able to be once again with him. Although I'm not completely alone. Started the show off with uh, John Col- do, Coltrane doing the, the invisible. But also my uh, guest for this edition, been enlightened to uh, the fact he liked to be referred to as Bradford's, Bradford Reed and his proj mm-hmm. is Om Slice and we heard Valor Kirtan from his I guess it's the uh, Eponymous release? It's the first album from this project. It is, yes. And is it the same name as this proj? Uh No, it's the record's called Conduit. Okay, see, Howard didn't enlighten me that fact, so thank you very much, uh, most special guest, Brad, for you And you And you're, you're calling from uh, New York City, what part? Uh,
1: Brooklyn, Gowanus.
0: Gowanus, part of Brooklyn, which is by exactly. the canal. I know the, yes. uh, I
1: played a place, what's it called, Bell? The Bell House. Right, and it's near that uh, canal. Yeah, I'm, I'm waving at the canal for you.
0: Okay. Come up with the uh you know I do kayak three days a week. I haven't not strong yeah, enough you, to do the you uh you might
1: be able to, to kayak. Not that.
0: strong enough to go through the Panama Canal and get to your parts yet. So I would probably have to bring it in the boat. You know it's always in the boat when I'm not on tour. I hate uh, you know the stuff where you gotta carry not. it up on the top with racks and that. Uh like it. that's why mine's only a nine and a half footer so it fits inside. So anyway, Bradford,
1: what I want to know. Uh, well, first off, was, was you always in Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, last twenty-seven years.
0: Okay, okay. then can you tell me your earliest musical memory?
1: Uh, my earliest musical memory. Oh, you mean like going way, way back? Pro- well, I don't know how far back, but I, I use the word earliest. My earliest. Huh. Probably my grandmother playing the piano. In your pad or her pad? Yeah, yeah. She was a classical pianist. Ah, so she had one in the pad. So you had music people. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's great. That's great. Uh, So that's what you remember is her playing, and she was a classical. So maybe some classical music she was doing. So was it an upright or was it a grand? It was a grand. Wow. Respect. Yeah.
1: They take up a little bit of space. And there in Brooklyn, you don't have a lot of space. (laughs) That's in great. Brooklyn I actually have the very piano in my studio. Oh, wow. Played. That's yeah. really bitchin'. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah.
0: Okay, so did anyone like her or your
1: parents want you to learn piano? Uh, uh no. Well, my my dad was uh my dad was strongly encouraged you could say forced to to play and and i guess that left a bad taste in his mouth so when he was a parent and he was an amazing fantastic pianist but uh when i came around he just kind of let me be and i gravitated towards the drums and then once that happened he was was happy to you know when did that happen and how did that happen uh i i don't know i guess i was eight and and uh, listening to the Who, Keith Moon. <laughs> to Tommy, and uh, all the all the all the all the guys in my school were kind of obsessed with Tommy and you know us eight year olds, and I can't even believe that he took me to see it, but he did. And then uh, you know. It was Are you Keith talking Moon. about the
0: concert or that lame movie? The lame movie. What was his name? Uh, who did that? He made I, another I lame it. one, like, with uh, Sergeant Pepper or something. C- C- Russell. I can Google Wilson. it. I think his name is Ken Russell.
1: Ken
0: uh, that I shouldn't right. be making judgments like that. But yeah. you were into Keith Moon. Keith Moon got you excited because, you know, Pete Townsend wrote Tommy.
1: Uh, yes. But, but the drumming was just, yeah, it was the shit. Yeah, incredible. For me. No, no for us, too. And it's yeah. funny about years later
0: I would hear demos that Pete Townsend did for his stuff without Keith Moon and oh my god. Nanoflaccid. So so you asked <laughs> your pop for some uh, drum lessons. Well first a drum kit probably.
1: Yeah. There was a there was a drum kit and then uh,
0: Now where did you practice right in, in, in an apartment in Brooklyn? Basement. Basement, okay. Yeah. And so that was doable. That didn't drive him insane. Exactly. Uh, Okay, eight years old, and he's taking you to this movie. What about records? What was the first record you bought yourself?
1: First record I bought myself? I'm not sure.
0: Okay. (laughs) It's okay. There's no wrong (laughs) answer, (laughs) Brad.
2: I don't remember. No, no,
0: that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to play this song, uh, Broken Face Candy. Okay. Let's listen.
3: We just know what's up for to stir have me gods We can rip our pages in the Dark and scary And we can paint it while we're watching Until death, it's, it's all life And that's it, and that's it.
2: THAT IF A LONELY RAINSTORM IS WANDERING ACROSS THE PACIFIC, THEY DON'T MIND WELCOMING IT WITH OPEN ARMS AND A SMILE OUT ON HAWAII. AFTER ALL, THE VAGARIES OF NATURE CREATED THE islands IN THE FIRST PLACE, AND HISTORY COULD SHOW THAT EVENTS PULLED THROUGH THERE ON THEIR WAY TO SHAPE THE WORLD. THEY SAY THAT IF A MOUNTAIN IS LONELY, THAT IT IS LEFT IN PEACE, AND THE HEART OF THE EARTH IS HEARD ELSEWHERE, AND HAS LEFT A SILENT ROCK ALONE, ALL THE DISRUPTIONS OF FATE AND ALL THE FAULTS OF TIME, visit themselves upon a more worked world far far across the sunshine blue they say that if a forest is lonely it may be some of the last of its kind for being traded into commodities and transferred around the globe and i thought my love had meaning across my first easy thoughts in that special strong blue of the morning before the uselessness of the day they say that if an ocean is lonely there is nothing that it can do but roll back and forth over the ocean and fill in the deepest places of our dreams There, under the broad blue sunshine, it's a likely place for a lot of nothing. It rolls along to eventually slap the continents, but stops to kiss a little blue sunny place called Hawaii.
4: There's no kids No
0: For Pedro show, we heard well, at the beginning of that Broken Face Candy from Omslide. Then something brand new from Crime Wolf, still a rough mix, but they're working on a new album out of uh, Nottingham, England. Knots, great tune. Shinobi Ninja, I think they're in Brooklyn, two years, ten months. Healers out of, uh, well, Illinois, but just west of Chicago, the story. Dewey Decibel System out of Cleveland with not a tweeze, brand new Mind Jail out of London with uh, Welsh band Jamie his new band uh, You Were Gone, Boris brand new album they're on tour in Europe now but they're from Tokyo Kagero, Howie Reeve lives up there in Glasgow his latest album tune called so- And uh, Jack Brewer's cousin Joe Brewer out of Madison, Wisconsin with Blue Sunshine Red Party out of Chicago with Snez, this is another rough mix it's an w- album in progress Called Ain't Got No and finally Ohm Slice Crying on a Train from Conduit, the debut album. And we got Bradford Reed here talking about his beginnings in music. So can't remember what a record you got, but did you do music in school?
1: Uh
0: I did, yes. What'd you play? Uh, I played the drums. Ah, great. Uh, So, like, you played in the school band, the jazz band, the marching band, something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, I played in the jazz band,
0: briefly. Yeah,
1: right. Usually there's a huge fight for that, because there's only one chair. Exactly. Well, there was... was, I had to alternate with another drummer, but he was cool, and we liked each other, and we Ah, learned some stuff, you know, from each other, so...
0: So, in the basement there, with the drum set... Uh, do, you, you had to take lessons? you remember the teacher's name?
1: I, I do. It was uh, Mike Puglisi.
0: Puglisi. Hey, we had a guy like that with that name here in P.D. I went to high school. Yeah. Uh, he was the drum major. You know, the guy with the stick with the big kind of ball on the end? It was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he balls out. I hope he's okay. It's a long time ago. Uh,
1: in school... So did they uh, teach you how to read music? Uh, I didn't. I didn't learn that until until after school, actually.
0: Yeah, because that's quite a. Uh, I know drummers who can read music, and some are really good at it. I mean, it's amazing.
1: So. I'm not really good at it, but it's a nice window into learning a lot of different stuff.
0: Yeah, or or let's say you want to get into like a side man rock, because produ- producers, you know, time is money. They want you know be right on it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing people can do that. But it's, again, it's only one way. There's all kinds of ways to get to music. I'm just curious if you did that. I I know somebody in Tokyo is really good at it. Don't even have to hear the song, could just look at the sheet music and play along on drums, which is pretty, and still sound grooving.
1: Yeah. So that's, did, that's you, the whole part. Still sound group. Bradford,
0: were you in any bands in school? Like after school, like did you bring uh, dudes down into the basement?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, and, uh, well in high school I, I was in a band called D minus. Yeah. And, uh, who was in the band I, with you guys from school? Um, yes, yes. As a matter of fact. And, uh, that that was a really fun band. And I, at the time, I was I was going to school in uh, Pennsylvania, okay. and uh, it was, I guess, I, I yeah, I guess like the Ween guys before they were Ween used to come and like we were really bad, we were like a really bad uh, punk k- punk band. What's well, your pain. first band, right? What? It's one of your first bands, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and, so you're and really young. Gene and Mickey used to come with their reel to reel and record our bad rehearsals, and who knows. Also, oh, this today. band, this band did recordings. Uh, n- no, I, oh, actually, I, no, I don't think we did. I think those are probably the only recordings that exist.
0: Well, they're still recordings you didn't do, yeah. but, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but they weren't too deliberate on our and part. But, I think yeah. Mickey does fishing trips.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah I've heard that.
0: <laughs> I heard that too. But he also has the band because the meat puppets uh, went and played some gigs. So I think they're getting back uh, back into it.
1: Uh, yep. Did you guys do gigs in uh, D minus? Uh, we, when I was in the band, we did one gig, and it was at a. Uh, a and was that your first gig?
0: School? Was was that your first gig ever? Uh
1: it it might have been. Okay, what was it like? Tell. Yeah. Me. Um, it was, it was, a, it, we played pretty well, but then I think they, they kicked us out of the place. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so it was kind of like sweet and sour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So the gig went good, but then you got booted. Yeah. Why, why do you think that happened? Too young or they didn't no, dig
1: it? No, uh, because we were, that one. Some, someone in the band was, was really rude ah, and, okay. and, and, and said something very rude. Okay, to the okay. to the whoever it was that, who had invited us to play the administrator of the school.
0: So maybe there's was a that. lesson. To, there's a lesson to be learned there. Absolutely, maybe. hold back on the roots, sh- or like kind of yeah. embed it in the tunes.
1: <laughs> yeah, or just yeah, exactly. A little stealth.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and now this is when you're in Pennsylvania. When you come back to Brooklyn, how long does D minus last? Just for your tenure there?
1: Uh, it was just it was just like you know tenth grade or something. Okay. So you come back, yep. graduate high school. Are you in more bands? Uh, yeah, I was in bands all throughout high school. I used to, I used to, I, I went to, I would sort of sneak away. I was, I was at a boarding school and I'd sneak away and play in uh, in bars. Oh. Um, and uh, that was actually really, really fun. Kind and, of like and, Holden um, Caulfield. Kind of, yes. <laughs> Different.
0: <laughs> you didn't have one of them little red hats, did you? Anyway, no. uh, what was that like? So so you don't practice with these guys. You just show up and play.
1: No, 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 no. I, I'd practice. And, oh, yeah, we, okay. We, we had a band called The Spread and we used to play in, uh, in Lambertville, New Jersey. Lamberville. We played. I, you know yeah. who's from Lambertville? Who's Bob from Lambertville?
0: Lee. Bob Lee from my oh. black gang band. Yeah. I, huh. I stayed there one night at his ma's pad. I mean, that town that goes back to the Revolutionary War. It's got a lot of history. One time I woke up early and I saw two wild turkeys outside in the uh, woods. I, I've been in Lambertville before. And, and Bob Lee, who I just did a prod with, uh, with two guys from Wire called Fitted. They're mixing it. Oh. Yeah. So Excellent. Lambertville, I know of a little bit. Not a lot, yeah, so but we know a little bit. we play
1: in New Hope across the river. Sure. Yeah, I remember that town. That's yeah. right,
0: the wing guys. Yeah, Okay.
1: Yeah, that's and and yeah, I think one of them lives in Lamperville. I think maybe Jean. I don't. I don't remember. I'm not sure.
0: Okay. Um, so, but these are just little pickup bands. Do, uh, do you really get to uh, get together with some people to make the band like a band you want to tour with and make records? Uh,
1: yeah. I I played. Well, I I I had a band. Well, I I played in lots of bands, and then sort of my first band that was sort of. Really, an expression of what I was doing was called the Firefishers, and that was uh, in the 90s in New York. Yeah. Um, and that was, I played a homemade instrument called the Pensilena. What's and, that? And uh, uh, it's like a 10 stringed electric string percussion instrument. So it's um, still kind of percussion. It's not like you let go of the drums totally. No, I didn't. But but it, but it was it was definitely a, a pretty big departure. It's you know it's a string stringed open tuned stringed instrument. So so what, a like dulcimer or zither kind of? Yeah okay. yeah. Um, and uh, I, then I started playing in, with Blue Man Group, which is when I met you in Boston years ago. Oh, by uh, Fenway can, Park. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they good. had that
0: the Avalon that club down there, or it was called the. Boston Tea Party had a lot of names and there was some bars there too and I remember I, I yeah. remember the time I met the blue group guys and you were one of them okay
1: right uh, no yeah I was, I was playing in the band I played electric Zither in the band and okay. I used to play it was that, hard to that tell that uh,
0: each other apart because you guys were all wearing that blue paint
1: <laughs> well the band wore, wore like fluorescent uh, face paint and stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah bald heads short haircuts but um, I, I think that gig there actually was a Red
0: Sox game going on.
1: Yeah, no, there was. It was out, It was outside, and and I and I think you were you were playing with uh, with Nels Klein. I think it was my uh, I, uh, it was called the uh, crew of the flying saucer. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, that's why I tried two two drummers and it didn't work because they didn't like each other. Oh. <laughs> so I, I I learned a big lesson there. But any time you get to play with Nels Klein, oh my God.
1: Yeah, he's really great.
0: <laughs> you guys. Fantastic. Great. So, how long did you do with uh, Blue Man Group?
1: I was I was in Blue Man's band probably for like eight years or something like that, and and then and then I was also I played with uh, John Hall. We had an incarnation of King Missile called King Missile the Third. Um, oh right, right. I, there was different
0: versions of King Missile. Yeah, I
1: remember. yeah, and, yeah. And I was. So that, and also, that, then, and that wasn't there
0: uh, Bradford? Wasn't there different
1: versions of Blue Man Group too later? Yeah, but that was I was. It got you were in the core band, okay. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was kind of in the old school. Like I came in after the first year or so. So, but before they
0: like split up into franchises or whatever.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's a Las
0: Vegas one now.
1: I got. I got. I got. um, I got let go. Okay. (laughs) Which was which was a happy thing. And then how was it playing with a missile the third? Fantastic, That yeah. that was a really great project, and we got along really well and we never rehearsed and and, and we made a lot of good records i heard
0: I heard about that record, no practice <laughs> no no there, there's guys like that like that cat in green on red, he never wrote down lyrics, he always sang different words
1: well that's well that's essentially Ohm slice now um, that was one thing that I learned from King missile that was good i mean john John would write a lot of stuff in King missile, but our our project is 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 mostly uh, you know imp- improvised and uh, Jane the lyricist um, and singer she just she works mostly on the fly which is really. Cool, so it's her pal well, look
0: we're in the home slice so let's talk about that. How did you guys meet? Is it through the, uh, the king missile third project
1: uh i don't I don't know it was a really long time ago just playing playing around the city and uh and and we we've always been pals and we did we did a couple collaborations in the nineties I was uh doing some records with Hopi Kamiyama, who who is uh japanese um sort of amazing producer and pianist and noise artist and just all around amazing musician and so i did a couple of records with him he had a label called god mountain in the 90s uh-huh. um and then uh so jane i guess she did she did some like lyrics she would do poems in between the songs okay and that was our first collaboration And we we were friends through the years and then we we would we go to this psychedelic summer camp every summer. Uh, uh what's that? Uh it's just that's something that happens upstate and it's kind of the same people go to it every year and it's it's you know what's it called? The peop- it's just called summer camp. Okay. And uh and, and usually I would would play there with a with a flutist who but she moved to Korea and and Jane was, I knew Jane would be there. And I said, Jane, why don't you, you know, let's, why don't you improvise with me this weekend? And she said, okay. And, and that was the beginnings of it. And w- we didn't think we were going to actually, you know, make a record or really do anything. And then we just started, it just started happening. So it was kind of one of those unconscious, just really easy things that just happened.
0: Just do it, right? Yep. Yep. And, uh, circumstance lent themselves to that probably, yep. um, We're at the end of the first hour of August sixteenth, two thousand and seventeen edition of the Watford Pedro Show with special guest Bradford Reed. Hold tight for hour two. August sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. It's the second hour of the Watford Pedro Show. for Pedro Show started our two off with Ohm's Ah from Ohm Slice and off the air people me and Bradford were talking about my last name and it's got a yeah an association to a power unit because of this a distant relative actually same name as my father, James Watt, and he comes up with an idea called a governor and a condenser. He puts them on a steam motor so he can get work out of these things. And so People who do these kind of things uh, gave his name an energy unit. It's I think it's 745 horsepower for one watt. But these are actually before uh, the days of electricity, and uh, not a lot before, but a little before. Ben Franklin with the key in the storm. So that's your that's your family. My father's uh, side. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he was from uh, uh, what's it called, Grinnick, and in fact, there's a college there called James Watt. <laughs> And uh, but, but the title of this song, Ohm's Law For uh, those of you who haven't had any electrical training Ohm's Law is uh, P, power, watts Equals uh, current, amp Times, voltage, volts So, so you can uh, think if you need a mnemonic device Think of pi <laughs> P equals I times E And that's Ohm's Law And from that, you can derive things like resistance and all kinds of things. Easy kind of thing like that. Now, that's uh, in the DC world where frequency is zero. You have to change things when you get into AC and uh, impedance and resonance of frequencies like this. But it's a good bottom line thing. So I was, uh, was, uh, yeah, when I saw this Ohm's Law, yeah, wow, maybe... Right um, knows well, something about is, this, um, and, and people. Um, he told me off air. He actually did take some classes in, in college regarding electronics. So, yep, uh, and also to make it work with, because Mister Franklin said, you know, positive to negative, but actually only uh, electrons move through the wire. But you can do the formula so it's, it'll still go from plus to minus. Respect for Mister. Um, Franklin, only president who was never president. Uh, we had uh, Leval out of London with Four More Years, Part 2. Chattel Ghetto out of here on the west side. Monica, Arrhythmic Violence. I think I'm speaking at the end of that. They put my voice. Uh, here Lies Man uh, with Eyes of the Law, Spirit Valley Paralyzer. I think those are both England bands. America's Favorite Locker Combinations from The Breakfast Cowboy. That's uh, Brock Ginther. I had him on the show a couple weeks ago with his... Uh, He's in the band in the Portland, Maine with those guys. Already my memory goes, but check back a couple shows. <laughs> and this is his other prod when he lived, I think it was the other Portland. I don't have a lot of guests that lived in both Portlands. The uh, disorder was some. And finally, Ohm Slice, Snow. So let's, let's get more on the Ohm Slice story. So it gets put together by a chance of pe- uh, people meeting each other. Uh, when did you get the name Ohm Slice?
1: Oh, I uh, I had I, I just come up with that. That was before. That Even was, you met uh,
0: the other members?
1: Uh, yeah, I was just, because that was when I, I decided I was going to do things with the modular synthesizer. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you wanted to define your new music expression by actually the machine you're operating. So you gave up on
1: drums. Um, no, I mean, I play the drums through the, the synthesizer. So oh, I just, okay, I just okay, okay, Kind of combined it. So all, all the so we're not talking. Experience. There's no
0: sequencer stuff. This is more like the work of, of ways of doing electronic. Yeah,
1: yeah, or John Hassel, more or less. Like oh yeah, Kraftwerk yeah, yeah. And, but you did you know, know that? Like did you Hulk know
0: Hulk. that that uh, Wolfgang Flur and Carl Bartos they didn't play sequencers. They actually operated those drum machines. Oh really? Yeah. In fact, one of them wrote a book about craftwork. The uh, this, the keyboard guys got kind of pissed at. And it was kind of his uh, ticket out of the band. <laughs> or maybe he was already out of the... Well, they were hardly playing. One of the guys got... Uh, the founding members got so much into bicycling. Yeah, there was no more, more time for music. So they, they kind of... And now I heard it's just Ralph. They call it Ralph work because he got three other guys who look just like him. You know. <laughs> but anyway, that's interesting thing where you could take something... Because if you want to know my opinion, drums are probably the first instrument.
1: yeah. And so you, you take
0: something that primordial, and then you bring it into a modern kind of dealio using a
1: uh, yeah synth. That's a great little uh, hybrid marriage. Yeah, that's that was that was the idea. And on you weren't wearing headphones doing click tracks? Absolutely not. Yeah. So where did where did you record this out? Um, this was all recorded in my studio in Brooklyn. So you
0: could do it a little bit at a time, right? Totally. Yeah. So it wasn't like massive sessions. It was like here's a tune, here's a tune, like that.
1: Yeah, and and mostly most like I said, everything's improvised. So. You know what?
0: Uh, yeah, but still, I mean, it wasn't like one big thing. It's whenever you no wine before it's time to quote
1: a great man. Uh, yeah right when everything just felt felt right right and this is one of the
0: great things about the bad new days in my opinion Uh, the technology has gotten economy enough and good enough quality because i really like the sound of this album and in the old days you could tell when you heard pete townsend doing a home demo for the rest of the band right now you can make an album that sounds great yeah so people don't get all bummed out sometimes i meet uh uh, more younger people and they think, wow, all this stuff's been done already. It's already done and uh, we have nothing left and uh, that's not
1: right. In no, fact, I think, I yeah. think it blows a lot wide open, you know, possibility wise for, for all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Okay, t-
0: talking about something old, this next tune I'm going to play is called Rusty Ground. Rusty meaning kind of old and out in the rain. and what, what about this tune?
1: Rusty, ground um that is uh, double drumming um and ground and, are you thinking of like the electronic
0: thing uh, earth yeah or you know what there's what a say? lot of there's they a lot of earth uh, yeah. yeah exactly okay and maybe it's because of the synthesizer connection this electronic
1: idea yeah, totally. That's all the all this stuff, conduit, rusty ground. Okay. Yeah, conduit
0: people is what the wires tra- travel through when they're uh, building your house, like next door to the apartments. A lot of conduit yeah. going on over there. Let's listen right now to rusty ground.
5: Pezzo lo dedico a tutti quei berlusconiani come me, diciamo un po' drogati. Alle prossime elezioni. Cosa farai? Non voterò più berlusconi. Cosa Vai, vieni, fammi vedere il culo, non ho tempo da perdere Ma la politica mi ha deluso Che cosa farà? cosa farai? Mi rimane la pedofilia
4: Che cosa dirà? Che cosa
5: dirà? A me piacciono le bambine, anche se non parlano Se sono un pedofilo, se sono un pedofilo, se sono un pedofilo. Ma le bambine mi hanno deluso perché dopo un po' piangevano, mi sono dato quindi ai morti. Anche se non c'è più carne Se sono un necrofilo Se sono un pedofilo Se sono un pedofilo Se sono un Se sono un pedofilo necrofilo. Se sono un pedofilo, necrofilo. Oh. Yeah Grazie Silvio anche, Ringraziamo anche la chiesa cattolica In questo momento Super Freak che mi sta producendo Appena ho bevuto da una mattina di birra Con dentro un mozzicone di sigaretta spento Allora quali sono le tue impressioni Mentre ti stai ancora sputando addosso Dai diccele E' schifo
6: There is a darkness creeping in, I've seen the world go blank, there are greater mysteries than the things I think, like the storm on Jupiter where we did first meet. Of all the forces in nature, you must love. I am far as all the stars you held me in your eyes I reflected there like all the fireflies The night fields of July The heat pushed on our skin And our love With men. I let you into me More cause I couldn't help it I didn't write an invitation But there you did, man. Now I'm wandering, wandering, wandering Wandering, wandering, wandering. Fame's a lie, you see remembered images of fiction, every moment goes way.
0: for Pedro Show. You just heard Gravity from Slice from debut album. Uh, before that, some stuff from Italy, uh, the south part. Centauri with uh, Alpha Centauri B. Arabia Saudada, so Dade. Sorry. Merrick, Frog Women, I Hope. Super freak ahead of that with Frassica, Lead Me Through Times of Struggle. And uh, finally, uh, Guillermo Shio with Berlusconio Erotico Stomp I was just there for a wedding uh, part of Pulgia, huh, near a town a big town Bari.
1: oh sweet and
0: uh, yeah, a lot of good chow and a lot of good spirit these cats it was a great thing to be part of Uh, oh yeah, we started off with rusty ground, on slice so since you're doing it piece at a time there's not really one big concept except, you know, you're going to play drums with synths with your friends.
1: Yeah, but if I guess if it's using the same friends and the same synth and doing it live, yeah. then it kind of, you know, that, that sort of establishes a little bit of uh, parameters, you know? Sure, sure. Sound, you know, like a. Uh, it gives it some focus. Exactly.
0: Like like the lyrics, they're all from the lady, right?
1: Exactly, yes.
0: Now, now I'm, I'm curious. Did she bring in the words and then you try to interpret it with the drum
1: synth, or did With you, with or, a couple with okay. a couple pieces, we did that. But most of them, she's just winging it, like like the, the you know snow the piece snow. She it was snowing that day, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she got into. Sure, sure, uh,
0: and in fact, uh, that was the other chunk. Uh, the end of the other chunk was snow. Yeah. So yeah, that was a winter tune. <laughs> okay. So sometimes she's reacting to the environment that's going on right as the tape machines, or the, uh, you know, hard drive recorder, whatever is on. Yeah. Or,
1: yeah. Or if we're if we're doing a gig, you know, something that might be going on in the room, you know, she's she just.
0: Uh, oh uh, yeah, that's. I'm curious about gigs. Do you yeah. reinterpret the stuff that got recorded, or is it just the starting point for another improvisation?
1: Um. We haven't we haven't really gone back to anything. So, okay. Okay. And, and then and a lot of times a lot of times we have a different lineup when we play. So sure. sure. It, it's usually it's usually Jane and I and then whoever joins us. So so uh, so if people aren't available, they just you know we still play or someone else will come or you know whatever. Has it ever um, just have, been a duet? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What's the biggest? Um, the biggest is uh, two, you know, me and another drummer, uh, guitar player, Bill Bronson, uh, saxophone, Daniel Carter, and, uh, and Jane. Oh, so uh, Quintet. five of us. And, and I think we're going to have another drummer joining us as well. So Sex we'll have ten. three drums. Yeah. yeah, maybe
0: a little tough on the van. Maybe you need three boats to get three <laughs> trap sets.
1: Well, well, the nice, the nice thing is we're just playing, most of the drummers are just playing like one or two drums each. So, Ah! So that's, there's a band out here, uh, the Urinal
0: Guys made, called Rad Waste that was kind of like that. They parted out a whole drum set to different dudes. Look, we're at the uh, second hour, the end of the second hour, August 16, 2017, Dishwap, Peter Show, special guest, Bradford Reed. Hold tight for our three. August 16, 2017, it's the third hour of the Watford Pedro Show. For Pedro Show started off the third hour with Machine of You,
1: Ohm Slice. Bradford, tell us about that. Um that's an interesting piece. The in the background is is rowing. Um and uh I had I had made a video and it, it should it will be up on our website soon. Now what's um, that? It's ohm net. Yeah, and spell and, it for people. Oh, O-H-M-S-L-I-C-E. Dot and then .net, dot net. Okay. and uh, so so that was kind of a cool piece. That that's actually a duet, and uh, that's just Jane and myself. And and the the there's a rowing sound throughout the whole piece, which is uh, rowing on the Ganges River in uh, Varanasi in India. Wow. And I taped that. Yeah. And, so and you kind of were you kind of were playing to a click track. Uh, well, no, what happened, what was really cool about that piece is we, we I, I said it would be really cool to do a piece with this rowing in it, Yeah. and I mentioned it to her, she had come in that day, we recorded the piece, and then it turned out that the piece was the exact same length as the video I took of these guys rowing on the, on the river, and put it all together, and it's, it's really... Uh, it, it just was very serendipitously
0: right, synched. right chance. Uh, then we heard a uh, Tank Man versus the Tank Revolt nineteen eighty nine. Uh, yeah, where are these guys from? I got turned on to this guy, and uh, I think he's living in Japan now, Fukuoka or something Kishi. Anyway Anywhere a Revoluta Roja with uh, Jesus Vienna. Vinay, I should say. The Race to the Bottom, Godzilla Snacks. Then the Space Pony from Ravenna, Italy, where they got the bones of Dante Alighieri. Drive My Car live, And finally, Get Matter from Om Slice. Get
1: Matter. Tell us, Bradford. Oh, Get Matter is a, uh, yeah, it was a sort of an exploration of um, the, you know, the world of names and forms uh, by Jane, and that's uh, that's with uh, Daniel Carter on the saxophone and um, and Josh Matthews joining me on the drums, and uh, and we have a lovely video for that with uh, some oscilloscope art. Oh wow! Yeah. And 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 uh, um, remember that show, The Outer Limits. <laughs> yeah. They
0: some oscilloscope going.
1: <laughs> that's a there's a there's a guy. Uh, here who lives in kingston new york his name's jonas bear and he he makes all of his own video synthesizer stuff and uh just makes the most beautiful art video art with it it's really pretty amazing so he he let us use some of that and jane's husband uh used let us use some 3d footage he had and some time lapse so that's a lot of these things are 3D, all 3d how do you
0: do 3d two cameras i don't know he's
1: it's like this weird this, this weird uh mandelbrot kind of algorithms that, that generate these just bizarre looking meteor type of <laughs> yeah, I, I can't right, even right. explain it
0: now i know about mandelbrot cur- curves are uh, uh, they don't repeat. They uh, keep being creative. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So obviously the, the theme here is there's a lot of science going on, and that's something that Jane and I really like a lot. Okay. And and it sounds like you do too.
0: Yeah. You know what? I just remembered another Bradford I know. He's in Atlanta. He sings
1: a really skinny guy, Bradford Cox. Oh. You might like a Sweet guy. Is he in, uh, what's, what's his, is that Deer Hunter or something? That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, last time I played in Atlanta, he was at my show. He carried my aunt for me.
1: Sweet guy, skinny guy. Uh, yeah, they're a really great. They're a great band. I, I've actually opened up for them once, uh, playing my homemade instrument. Oh man, that's great. Uh, yeah, we're going to play
0: "Paint by Numbered Days." Great. That don't sound so scientific. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it might be kind of an erotic title, right? Right, but she does start out with the color spectrum. Okay, okay. Let's listen. I might, I might just take you up on that.
0: Okay, people, you just heard uh, Bradford Reed just committed himself to a tour of Pedro via me. Uh, last music we heard on this ish, edition of the show. Paint by Number Days. slice started it off. Uh, Gymnopedia for Tate Drum. David Gerard out of Massachusetts for that. Valdezolas uh, from Ricardo Tejero, Tejero. Sorry, Ricardo, Ricky. Colin Webster, Marco Serrato, Serrato, and Borja Diaz. I think they're all in uh, Barcelona. Uh, Nels Klein from his double album, uh, Secret Love, and finally, Ohm's Life with Ancient Friendship. I thought that would be good to juxtapose Nels Klein's Secret Love as Ancient Friendship. Uh, what, what, are, what are the new plans? Uh, obviously, you got this uh, triple drum. I is it Mr. Fripp doing that with his new uh King Crimson? Three drum three trap sets? Oh, I no, this know. is different. This is not three trap sets.
1: Yeah, this is just three three drummers. Right, right. Like
0: I remember uh Teenage Jesus and the Jerks, it said drum. <laughs> Didn't say drums. <laughs> Big Jim, you know. He was on the drum. Yeah. So uh because I, I want you to talk right now about future. Now that this album's done, and it's, it seems like when you do gigs, you're you're making new material.
1: Yeah, we're we're always making new material. Um, I'm what, curious, Bradford. Do you better. record? Do you record the gigs
0: for ideas uh, about the next album?
1: But you know, just like a Zoom, you know, stereo
0: thing. No, what I'm thinking of about ideas for the because there's going to be Ome um, Slice number two album,
2: right?
1: Uh, yeah, it could be a live thing, except someone else would have to record it, because I'm I'm too crazy trying to figure out how to, you know, make my synthesizer not sound, you know, like, going completely insane. You've got to be in the performance. Yeah. So you need, you need a... A remote truck with a two-inch machine in it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: so be it. <laughs> you got it. With a box of rice aroni. you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know, um... No, I'm just curious, like, because you obviously you're a fan of improvisation, but would you be into like uh, repeating themes or uh, hey that's a good lick?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think I think if you know if if, if some you know one of our songs you know ended up uh, getting a lot of traction or something, and you know I would I, I'm sure we we would you know, do a version or two of, you know, different songs if we were touring, okay. um, you know, because I I think that's just considerate to to people who really like your music, you know, and they want to see how it was made and, you know, sure. what it sounds like live. So I think that that's, you know, that would be cool to do with a couple pieces.
0: Oh, so because I was assuming when you did gigs, there was no there's no set list.
1: No, there isn't. But I'm, I'm, you know, but I'm just thinking, like, if if we were touring, that's probably we would probably end up doing some some of the pieces from the record. I, I really like the courage. So many people
0: are afraid to do stuff like this. This is balls out. It's beautiful, Bradford.
1: Yeah, we we love we love doing it. I mean, we really just love playing, and uh, and that's you know that's that's the whole thing. And some sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it's. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult. It's like, like the, rolling the dice. It's roll. Yeah, it's rolling the dice. But you know, the more the more you roll the dice, the probably the better you get at, at you know feeling them out a little bit. So you know your odds get a little better the more you do it. Sure.
0: Uh, that leads me to my next thing. I always ask people if some somebody younger or maybe older, whatever, but they're just getting into it. What kind of advice would you give them about this racket, this music stuff?
1: about playing music? Yeah, the whole trip. I would just say do do what you love to do and do what's in your heart and, and you know, if and, and, and if you don't know how to do it, fig, you know, figure it out. Um but you know, don't let anybody tell you to, that you that you have to know this or that or this or that, or that, you know, if it's not something that's part of, you know, what where you want to go. I think that's great advice. Let the freak flag fly. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And uh, it's not just words with you; you do it with action. You, that's what you do. Uh, it's, it's really a beautiful
1: thing, and I, I hope the home slice keeps on keeping on. Oh, thank, thanks, thank you so much. Really it's, such a, it's, it's such good. a pleasure to talk to you, and and I'm such a am I'm, I'm a huge fan of of yours, um, and uh, I, I would love to tell you a very Quick story about something. Go ahead. Okay, so so when I was when I was in high school, uh, I had seen I had actually seen the Double Nickels on the Dime tour. I saw you guys play at the Ritz, um, and uh, that was one of my it was it was still I think the greatest show I've ever seen, uh, and I just I loved it. And towards towards the end of my high school. I wasn't. Pl- I was playing in bands. I wasn't planning on going to college, but there was only one college that I thought I would apply to, which was, which was Hampshire, and uh, <laughs> so I went to Hampshire to, for an interview. and And it was Halloween, and it was the first Fire Hose tour, and you guys were opening up for Sonic the school. Youth. Yeah, and I think I think Dinosaur Jr. was also on the bill. That's belt. right. And it was, again, just one of the most amazing, formative shows ever. There were fireworks. <laughs> it's just, I don't know if you remember it, but it was... Oh, I remember was, totally. Yeah, it was a really, really great because show. Because they
0: went and jumped on me at the end of our thing. We did the Blue Oyster Cult song. They jumped on me and popped my knee out. Oh, First and put God. me in a chair. Well, they couldn't see me through my Levi. They didn't know what happened. It wasn't on Oh, purpose. God. Yeah, there was a lot of pain involved, but I I will never forget that gig.
1: Yeah, well, I'll never forget it because, well, also, it was a great show, and then the next day I had my interview, which... Of course, I slept through, um, <laughs> and you know, Sorry, and, <laughs> and you could you know you can fill in the rest, but uh, um, and so I didn't end up you know I ended up uh, not going to college um, and, and playing in bands for another year, and uh, I think that was a really good thing, and I could you know, thank you, Mike. Very welcome. Well, <laughs> thank you for being on the show, good people. It's
0: been August sixteenth, two thousand seventeen edition of for People show. Special guest Bradford Reed. Home slice. Everybody out there, keep your powder dry.